Hello, everyone. That is Dr. Paul. And that is Dr. Jake. You are listening to a historical uncovering we did recently. We are world-famous anthropologists. Tell them about the recording, would you, Dr. Paul? Absolutely, Dr. Jake. It's the year 2120. We Mm. were poring over some audio archives. From the ancient internet. Yes, the late American period, shortly before the collapse of civilization as it was known at that time. Mm, Yes, we all know famously how that occurred, so we won't delve into that. We can actually pinpoint the year of this recording. It was late, or maybe I would say mid-2020. Yes. And it's a very curious artifact. It appears to be some kind of comedic show. It seems to be based on some sort of a a listing of people's wants and desires to connect with other individuals. It's very interesting. We have to put ourselves in the place of the people of that time. They weren't like us. They couldn't use the chips in their brain to summon an intimate connection with another person when they were feeling a sexual urge. Yeah, and they couldn't reproduce. They also couldn't reproduce asexually like we can. It was a very different time. But to compensate for those, uh, those differences, they did have a, a strange way of using the what was then known as the Internet, which of course is now known as God, to put out messages to other souls wandering the planet, trying to forge that connection. Sort of pieces of entertainment meant to, to uh, delight the conscious minds of their peers. And they, these, 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 these pieces of entertainment were called podcasts. So this one was called Missed Connections Remote. I'll tell the listeners the same thing I tell my intro to anthropology students every year. You have to put yourself in the mindset of the people at that time. What were they thinking? What did they care about? What mattered to them? Just, it, it is, it's such a fascinating question. That's why I got into anthropology. Yes. Yes, indeed. Well, without further ado... Enjoy this missed connections connections remote. All right, welcome to Miss Connections Remote. That's Jake. That's Paul. And uh, we are doing this show remotely. Normally, this is our improvised comedy show that we do live on stage based on Craigslist Missed Connections ads. Real life ads. But as we are in quarantine, we are now doing this show from our living rooms. If we could just, uh, if we could just get uh, three ads from, the, uh, from our own computer screens, that would be great. Oh, I see. hey, I see one. You want to grab that one, Jake? Sure, I got it. Uh, fun. Male, 32, with accent. Total boredom during this lockdown. And then a little uh, semicolon, hyphen, parentheses to make a smiley face with a nose. 
I'm a tall, good-looking, sane, 32-year-old Swiss guy who is looking for some excitement via phone, maybe video, or in person with social distance. Another smiley face, this one with no nose. Mm -hmm. You must be into accents. No guys, only looking for girls or couples. All right, thank you very much. Okay, I see see another one here. Okay, this one is Guy Selling Easter Flowers, Eisenhower Boulevard. I know this is a really long shot, but you were the guy selling Easter flowers last Saturday out of the tent off of Eisenhower Boulevard in Harrisburg. You were having trouble wrapping foil around my plant. Ooh in the wind and couldn't find the scissors. You had your pants held up by a piece of yellow rope, but it wasn't working so well. I'm interested in what would happen if you didn't have that piece of rope. Please respond if you see this. Ooh, that one's pretty. Pretty hot. Pretty racy. (laughs) Yeah, it is hot. All right, and one more, here we go, got it. Woman getting fishing license, Walmart, Mechanicsburg. You were getting your fishing license. You were wearing yoga pants and a hat. You were with your husband and son. We made eye contact and smiled, although I was wearing a face covering. Tell me what you and your son were doing. All right. And uh, everything uh, everything we're going to do from this point forward was made up at some point. That's right. This is Misconnections Remote. Remote. Honey, I'm sorry our trip is on hold, but at least we can experience some of Swiss culture tonight. I don't know. I still feel a little funny about this. Where did you meet this guy again? There isn't exactly an app for this sort of thing. I had to do what I had to do. What does it matter? Alexa, play Bloom by Joder Club Weisenberg. Sorry, I don't mean to be negative. I was just really looking forward to that trip. I fucking need a vacation. I'm trying here. I really am. That YouTube tour of Switzerland's best bars while we drank last night was pretty fun. We'll go sometime. Let's just meet this guy. I have a thermometer here. If he's a fraction of a degree above 98.6, he does not come into the apartment. I hope it's clean enough. I didn't realize how filthy our place was till we decided to have someone over. If I weren't working all the goddamn time. The Swiss are a very neat people, right? I mean, tidy. It's fine. It's clean. I just want to eat some fondue and hear the accent. Haven't we lost enough to this crazy time? Can a man eat fondue and talk to another man who has a Swiss accent? Is that too much to ask? Wait, before you open the door, should we establish a safe word of some kind? You know, in case things get too... Swiss? Good idea. Uh, How about something American? Baseball? Tacos? Baseball. I hate tacos. No, wait. That's too generic. How about uh, Joe DiMaggio? What's more American than Jolton Joe? I love it. You ready? Luca? Gruzzi. Hello. Hello. I parked Greta in the open spot in your driveway. Greta is my milk cow. I am joking. She's a Volkswagen. Hello. Hello. Guten Abend. Herzlich willkommen to me. Uh, I'm, I'm Trevor. And, and before you come inside... come on in. You really had me going with that milk cow joke. I didn't know the Swiss were such jokesters. And you must be Daisy, lovely Daisy. I require you to be here. No men, 
women and couples only. Jeez. Uh, can I melt that down with the rest of the dinner? Yeah, yeah. Melt it down, melt it all down. Get it nice and stinky. This place is filthy. Was there some kind of tornado? <laughs> There's that sense of humor again. Uh, no, just with the quarantine time, we are, we've been doing some spring cleaning. You know, you have to make a mess to clean a mess. I don't know how much my husband told you. We were supposed to go to Switzerland this year, and we were pretty devastated to have to cancel. So he said you're from Lucerne. Is it as nice as it sounds? Yeah, Lucerne. And so bad the journey was canceled. Lucerne is like any other hometown. After growing up in a place, nothing seems exotic. You want to know what I think is fascinating? Your rats. With restaurants closed, they are hungry and desperate. Mm. Rat families, no, rat colonies have taken to the streets to fight other rats for territory. Rat murder, rat genocide, rat infanticide. We don't have this excitement at the street level in Lucerne. Wow, really? Rat genocide? We haven't really been outside in a couple of days. But it doesn't surprise me, honestly. American government doesn't really spend money on things like sanitizing streets. Not like Switzerland, I bet. From what I've read in my guidebooks, it sounds like the Swiss would never tolerate rat colonies. Rat wars, no, nothing exciting happens in Switzerland. We have alpine marmots. Ugh, so plain, so boring. <sighs> now, when do we see your breasts, sweet daisy? Mm. I'm sorry, what? Uh... Oh, after dinner then? Okay. Luca, why don't you tell us some more about Switzerland, like the funiculars? Daisy's been reading all about the funiculars. The steepest in the world. You shoot right up the mountain. Is that true? Ah, the Gelmerbahn. Oh, it's a slow roller coaster built into a mountain. Nothing like the great space mountain of Orlando. Why go to a mountain when you can go to the stars? Or the uh, mountain air in the Alps. So crisp and clean, I bet you can hardly breathe here in the States. Sphysia is great unless you are one of the three to four thousand people who suffer premature deaths as a result of the excessive levels of particulate matter in the air. You won't find that in a travel blog. Mm. Uh, Trevor, can I talk to you in the kitchen for a second about our friend Joe? Joe DiMaggio? Yeah, yeah, sure thing. Alexa, play the Black Eyed Peas. Okay, Trevor, what's the deal with this guy? He's ruining Switzerland for me. It sounds like he hates his country. I know, I'm so sorry. Maybe this was a bad plan. You think all Swiss people are like him? I don't know, I guess not. But he's bumming me out. Why was he talking about seeing my breasts? I feel like you gave him some impression that this was a sex thing. Look, I, I didn't. I mean, or at least I didn't mean to. Looking back, I guess it was weird he would only come if we were a couple. Honestly, I'm not even sure I want to go to Switzerland at all after tonight. Tonight's going to be a good night. Tonight's going to be a good night. Oh. Uh, well, now we need to get rid of him. Uh, what do the Swiss hate? Simple knives, Japanese watches, banking reforms. I know, the Swiss absolutely hate participating in armed conflict of any kind. Oh yeah, and choosing a side. Let's have a confrontation and both try to get him to join our side. Let's play into his desire. Let's fight about whether to head to the bedroom or head to the balcony. Luca, we need your help on something. Trevor and I can't seem to agree on where to take this little party next. I think we should go to the bedroom. And 
I think we should go out on the balcony. It's plenty private for anything we might get into. Well, I think we should go to the bedroom. I think this dispute does not concern me. Come on, Luca. We can't resolve this dispute without you. We need you to take a side. Why don't I just hold everybody's money until this is over? Hold our money? Why don't you hold these fondue tongs and help me force Trevor into the bedroom? I have German ancestry, Luca. We should have a natural affinity. Help me claim the bedroom territory that rightfully belongs to our race. Luca, do you hear her? The racism? The insanity? Stand up against evil. Grab that cowbell and help me be free f on the balcony. Ah, uh, ah, uh, can I just exchange your currency? Make you a nice clock? Ah! Uh. <laughs> Alexa, play Jolton Joe DiMaggio from Spotify. A man is perusing the belt section towards the back of a men's warehouse. Another well-dressed man with a silver fox vibe about him appears looking curiously down over his glasses. A tailor's tape measure hangs on his shoulders. He says nothing. The first man, self-consciously eyeing the silver fox, pulls a couple of black belts off the rack. He's trying to match them to his shoe color. His shoes are black Dr. Scholl's from Walmart with Velcro straps. Black belt with black shoes. Are we going to a spring wedding? Who, me? <laughs> no, 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 I'm just uh, looking for something to hold up my pants at my flower stand. My name is Crawford Sebring. You are? Joe, Joe Smith. Pleasure. A belt is not just something to hold up one's pants, no. A belt is a statement about what kind of man one is. So, flowermonger, what kind of man are you? What kind of man am I? <laughs> well, no one's really uh, asked me that before. I suppose I'm about average height. I have a small house. I can make chili. I'm nice to animals. Say no more. You're an everyman. And every man needs a brown belt. Brown belts have been worn since the dawn of time. Plant-based or leather-based, they were all brown in the beginning. I would say you are a 33, although those pants look like they're probably about a 36, which would explain that uh, yellow makeshift belt that you're sporting there. Oh, you noticed that. Yeah, that's just a little something to tide me over. Since about, um, well guess I can't say exactly how long ago. Yeah, I've been putting off belt shopping an awfully long time. There is no shame in doing what you must to survive. I'm sure you can't be selling flowers with one hand holding up your pants. But you will leave this store with confidence and style. Here, try this on. Wow, that's nice. And you don't even have to tie it off. It just clasps right there. It suits you well, Joe Smith. Why stop there? Is this Miami Hurricanes jacket circa 1992 a conscious choice, or just a jacket that you came to own? What does it tell the world about who you are, or who you want to be? Oh, this? I just wear it out of habit, really. My late wife got it for me. <laughs> she was a real big college football fan. I'm sorry for your loss, and I'm sure that it was a lovely jacket when she got it for you.
25 years ago. But it may be time to hang this one up and wear something a little more attuned to who you are, Joe Smith. Like this Nautica tan micro suede modern fit sport coat. Oh, all right. Well, let me just put this down. Um, hmm. Not on the floor. I'll hold it. Just give it to me. There's a mirror behind you. Huh. This looks almost like... Almost like a cool guy jacket. You think this is me? Right now? I don't think so. However, people are multifaceted. And I think a part of you could be a cool guy. Were you ever the cool guy? What did your wife find so charming about you? That's a funny question. I guess I never asked her. We lived across the street from a cool guy. He used to sit on the porch and smoke, play his guitar. Oh yeah, I know that type. One year he bought a German Shepherd puppy. He wanted it to be a guard dog, so he tried to raise it hard. So it would be mean to people, you know? One night he left it out in the rain. So I went and took it out of his yard and let it sleep by our fireplace. I told my wife, look at the way that dog sleeps when he feels safety. Anyway, I gave it back in the morning because it was his dog, and he told me if I ever touched his dog again, he'd blow my fucking face off. But I think my wife liked that I did that, and things like that. She would bring them up years later. You know, small things. Joe Smith, you are cool. You are a gentleman in the truest sense. Gentle man. A delicate flower, a mistreated dog, or a sophisticated woman. You know how to treat them all. And your dress should reflect that. My father could never understand this. He smelled of sweat and diesel fuel, and he despised sensitivities. He pushed me away from the theater and into the wrestling ring. I think it's because he was homophobic. In reality, you're just as likely to find a gay high school wrestler as you are to find a gay high school actor. Well, you may be right about that. Can I ask you a sort of odd question? Are you wearing a cologne of some kind? Something smells like lupins. What a nose! I am impressed! I don't apply heavily, of course, so people only sense it on a subconscious level. But you consciously recognized it. That belt was on the house. Wow, thanks. Honestly, I don't know fragrances. I've never worn one myself. I just know flowers. Well, I guess I'll be debuting this puppy at the stand tomorrow morning. I just hope that lady comes back. Ah, yes, a lady. They have a way of making men look down at themselves and say, What am I wearing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe wonder if they let themselves go a little. But it doesn't seem like you'd have any trouble with that. Huh. If you deal out sly compliments like that one to your lady friend, I'm sure any qualms held over the previous belt rope will be forgotten. Joe Smith... This has been a most pleasant exchange for me. Likewise, Mr. Sebring? Sir? Well, uh, anyway, uh, thanks again. W uh, w wait, wait, you have to pay for that jacket. <sighs> now I have to deal with this one. Hmm. Miami Hurricanes. I wonder how it would fit on me. Mm -hmm. 
This is definitely not a cool guy jacket. A married couple and their son are at the Walmart fishing counter being helped by an employee. From behind a rack of basketballs nearby, a man wearing a venom mask with pointy teeth and a twisting tongue looks on menacingly. Ted, he keeps looking at me. Be a man, go over there, do something. Honey, just a minute. I have to fill out a couple more boxes and then you'll be all set on this fishing license. We're getting you out on that water today. You go over there and you assert your dominance. Intimidate him. Linda, please. I'm a fisherman, not a big game hunter. Let him come to me. All right, I think that's everything. Let me also get a box of the uh, Gamakatsu bait holders. It's like Dad always says on the boat, don't start reeling until you're sure they're hooked. Time to jiggle the line and make sure the worm looks alive. Oops, just dropped a plastic case of power bait into the floor. Could you pick that up for me, dear? Ah, uh, you are such a klutz. He's getting closer, Dad. Get the hook. Ted, are you seeing this guy or not? He seems to be getting off on oogling me. Why are you just standing there? Grab your nets, son, but don't move too quick. All right, ma'am. Uh, here's your license, and here's a booklet with information on the rules and regulations and protected areas. Uh, guess before you go, you just need to take a photo for the registry. Uh, look right here, please, right at this dot, and uh, don't be afraid to show us a personality. I find many women prefer to make a flirtatious face or blow a kiss or a wink or something. Uh, okay, I, I guess I'll kiss. him, Junior. He's big, but I can hold him for a little. My guardian angler. You, sir, are a modern-day hero. This guy's been creeping out all our customers for weeks, but every time I sick security guards on him, they got spooked and scampered away before we could get him. Mid-level predators make for difficult prey because they think like hunters, but with the right kind of bait, they can be had by an experienced angler. He reminds me of a yellow bullhead catfish lurking in the shallows. A very smart fish seeking smaller fish to eat. But gets some good greasy bacon on the line and they can't help themselves. Isn't that right? You're just a big old catfish. <sighs> and that, honey, is your first official lesson as a licensed fisherwoman. Now, if you'll let me see that rules booklet. Uh, yep. Unfortunately, given his size and the date, we're going to have to toss him back. Okay, Dad, I'll set him free. Uh, I don't, I don't think so. We've been trying to catch this guy for weeks. And now that we have him, he'll be photographed, fingerprinted, and banned from all Walmarts forever. Security will be here in just a minute. I already called him. Come on, Ted. I know you're always telling me catch and release rules are like a fisherman's sacred oath, but maybe we can make an exception this time. I really don't want to be used as human bait again. I suppose if this is considered an invasive species who is threatening the native habitat, we can remove it to preserve the delicate ecosystem of this Walmart. Here you go, boys. Catch of the day. Can we get a picture with the catch? 
All right, uh, everyone smile. Uh, greasy bacon on three, two, one. Greasy, greasy bacon. bacon. I don't know, Daisy. I don't feel like Bob would be very into the idea of an impersonator. Look, babe, I know it's not the same as seeing Dylan live, but you've been totally depressed since that concert was canceled. Let's just give him a try, okay? He's the number one ranked Dylan impersonator in our zip code. I feel like some person who's not Bob, trying to perform some idea of who Bob either is now or was at some time, doesn't even make sense. Bob Dylan is constantly evolving and changing every two and a half albums. Anyway, how many Bob Dylan impersonators are there in our zip code? Like three or four? I don't know. I got distracted on the website by all the different impersonators. I think I went to high school with one of their Justin Biebers. Anyway, we'll just have to see if this guy can pull it off. Hey, hear that sound? I think he's here. Wait, maybe we need another code word. Oh, good idea. Um, what's something that wouldn't naturally come up in a conversation with Bob Dylan? Uh, sushi. No, uh, Forever 21? Sushi. And, and wait, we're going to act like we're hanging out with Bob Dylan? I thought it was just him playing some songs. Uh, I think it's a bit of both. Some songs, some banter. If he wasn't going to interact with us, why would the booking form have said no women, men, and couples only? Anyway, we'll just have to find out. I'm opening the door. Hey! It's me, Bob Dylan! Wow, Bob Dylan! Come on in. And look, honey, he's walking around on the street with a harmonica and guitar in hand, just the way you'd imagine. 98.6. Come on in. Should I uh, call you Bob? It just doesn't feel right to me. Also, you're too tall. Hey! Too tall, you say? It's probably just my boots. My boots of Spanish leather. I brought us some cigarettes and some Heaven's Door bourbon. Help yourselves. Wow, thanks. Are you going to play a song for us? Yeah, I'll sing a song, but it may not be the Bob you know. I've been walking these mean streets during the quarantine. All my old stuff seems boring now. Times are changing, hard rain's falling, boo, boring. I want to sing something from the streets. Yeah, motherfuckers better know. Lock your windows, close your doors. Uh, Bob? I like old school hip-hop as much as the next guy, but you're supposed to be Bob Dylan, the greatest songwriter of all time. Surely one of your songs applies to these times. I mean, how about Let Me Die in My Footsteps or even Desolation Row? That kind of feels right for these times. Oh, my original stuff is too whiny and depressing. Don't you want to hear some music that tells you how it is out there on the streets and also slaps? Concrete jungle where the dreams are made and there's nothing you can't do and now you're in New York. Hey, let's get a shot of that heaven's door, huh? Hey, uh, why don't you pour us some of that while we get some sushi from the kitchen? Babe, I know you thought this was going to be a good idea, but I'm not even sure this guy is a Bob Dylan fan. Look, honey, it just seems like the quarantine has maybe driven him to explore some different avenues. Isn't that like the real Dylan always reinventing himself? Let's just try to steer him back towards more traditional Dylan topics. At least there hasn't been any weird sex stuff. You make a point. Dylan is due for a shake-up after his last three albums of Sinatra standards. I don't want to be like the fans who yelled Judas. The doctor said I need... 
About three weeks of recovery, but the nurses are loving me. All right, let's go. I hope you don't mind. I got started on the other part of the festivity. Oh my god, he's sitting on our couch with his fly open. That is not Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan played on the steps of the Lincoln Monument minutes before MLK Jr. gave his I Have a Dream speech. Bob has changed pop music, rock music, and folk music. Bob Dylan is not going door to door trying to whip his dick out. Hey, I thought my impersonator ad was pretty clear. What's the problem, man? We need to get rid of him. What does Bob Dylan hate? No, it's not what Bob Dylan hates. Because impersonators him would be what he actually hates. What would an impersonator hate? It's got to be authenticity, right? An impersonator? Let's tell him true facts about ourselves. Oh, okay, genius. Um, well, Bob, sorry for the delay. Trevor and I were just having a heart-to-heart about our goals for next year. We met exactly four years ago today. Yeah, it isn't really a great story. Online dating. Nothing poetic about it. But next year, we hope to each get 3% raises at our jobs. Come run away, people, and don't stop to roam. If you listen to this, you'll get bored to the bone. We're thinking about using that money to make a down payment on a mortgage and maybe start a family. We even have baby names picked out. Hey, I think my phone's ringing. It might be Allen Ginsberg number two, man. I mean, I might have to go soon. But we were really, uh, we were really just getting the good stuff. We also joined a remote meditation class. Daisy's been making real great progress on finding her inner silence. Bob Dylan coming down the hall. Well, apartment Switzerland and apartment Dylan didn't go well. You sure you want to continue with that apartment poetry festival? Apartment Half Marathon? An Apartment Pride Festival we got planned? Hey, Sebring. Don't go just yet. I want to talk to you a minute. Oh, uh, yes, sir. If if this is about my Eldridge nut that I tied on that Kenneth Cole last week, let me just say that it was subpar for me, and it is not representative of my abilities as a courtier. Your Eldridge what? No, no, it's not whatever you're talking about. It's about your future here at the men's warehouse. Please, take a seat. It's a comfortable chair. I guarantee it. You manage a men's warehouse and you don't know what an Eldridge knot is? It was invented by Jeffrey Eldridge in 2007. It's a sophisticated knot with 15 separate steps. It does, however, require a wide collar. Yeah, well, Sebring, that sort of brings me to my point. This is a men's warehouse. We're sort of the Costco of men's dress clothes. Consistent, unremarkable staples, preferably moved in bulk. Two, three, even four suits at a time. I think maybe your approach is a bit too precious for what we're after. Too precious? What we do here is important. I suppose that to me, the more important word in this business's name is men. Whereas to you, the more important word is warehouse. Look, the important thing to me is that it's a business, all right? And I hired you to move product, not to awaken people to the possibilities of men's fashion. Over the past few weeks, I've seen you have long, animated talks on the floor with multiple customers, and for what? The end result was no purchases, one belt giveaway, and this extra Hurricanes jacket in my inventory that I can never sell. I am sorry about the Hurricanes jacket, but I'm playing the long game. Perhaps no sales yet, but I'm sowing seeds in the hearts and minds of men that Men's Warehouse will be harvesting for years. Well, look, I'm giving you a very short game goal, all right? 
get your sales numbers up or you'll be teaching eldritch nuts or whatever you call them to your new friends on the unemployment line. And that's not a line you want to be in, Sebring. I guarantee it. Well, sir, I guess I don't really think of myself as a salesman. As much as sort of a spiritual guide. When men leave my store, they have many answers. But they also have many more questions. That's how I'm going to leave my stamp on this world. <sighs> All right, you know what? Why don't you try your spiritual guide thing on me, okay? That way, I'll at least know your methods if you wind up leaving your stamp on the world after I fire you. All right. I hope you don't take a personal offense to anything I'm about to say to you. But I'm going to treat you just like I would any customer, because that's what you requested. Judging by the way you look, I would say that you're a man who has access to nice clothes. And he's probably required to wear them, but has never taken ownership of his looks and what they tell the world about himself. <laughs> well, it's true. I'm required to wear this suit. Hmm. And I suppose you have this job because you're required to pay rent? I don't know if I'd say I required to pay rent, more like I voluntarily pay my landlord each month or else I'll get evicted per our consensual agreement. Hmm. I imagine you getting a B- minus in all your classes in high school, doing exactly what you had to for the honor roll. Nothing more. Uh, B- minus is above average by several degrees, Sebring. Hey, what are you driving at exactly? How do you know all this about me? I'm just wondering what kind of man are you? So... What kind of man are you? Snap out of it, Bill. You're letting this guy get to you. You're the manager of a men's warehouse, for Christ's sakes. This is no way to climb to the top. Picture yourself in the boardroom, Bill. You're gonna like the way you look. I guarantee it. You're gonna like the way you look. I guarantee it. Some men stand up taller when you ask them that question. And some slap themselves in the face a few times. You are in the latter group. And as such, I don't think I want to work for you any longer. You're quitting? Ha! Huh, fine. Good riddance. You sound like my father when I finally quit the wrestling team. It didn't bother me then, and it doesn't bother me now. I'll be putting in my application at Joseph A. Bank. Hey, you forgot your stupid Hurricanes jacket. Well, I guess it couldn't hurt to try it on. Okay, careful now, Bill. If you keep this on too long, you're going to be facing some real painful memories. I guarantee it. This has got to be the most beautiful smelling flower that I have ever smelled. How do you say this? Hyacinth? Uh, hyacinth. Yes, they're lovely. Oh. Um, so how did those uh, hydrangeas work out? Mm. You said you were going to plant them in your front yard. Well, to be honest, they never made it out of the pot. I'm ashamed to say it out loud, much less to you, but the hydrangeas are dead. Oh, no. Uh, well, uh, don't be ashamed. It's harder to keep plants alive than people think. Well, you seem to do fine. And you look good while doing it, too. Is this Italian leather? Oh, uh, you noticed. Well, uh, yeah, yes, it is. Uh, at least it's leather. I don't know about the Italian part. I just thought it was about time I... Well, you know, replace the uh, <coughs> uh, rope I was wearing before. It was a little distracting. Watching the synthetic yellow fibers stretch to their limits trying to contain you. I found myself thinking about that sight often over the last few days. Oh, dear. Oh, my. Uh, 
Well, <coughs> uh, are you in the market for a bulb today? A mm. uh, flower bulb, I mean. Oh. I have eulips, <coughs> uh, tulips, mm. uh, lilies, dahlias, chrysantha- chrysanthemums, uh-huh. impatiens, penises, mm. peonies. Mm. Oh, boy. Uh. Excuse me, Fraulein, here is carnation. If you have man, that is okay. Uh, couples are fine, also female, but no men alone. Oh, um, no thank you. I'm just browsing. Ted? Where did my husband get off to? Wait for it, Junior. This will be your first big catch. Don't be too eager. Ted? Deep breath, steady hands. Let him get nice and close. He doesn't suspect anything, then BAM! Before he knows it, a net flies out from the shadow of this trailer. So pretty, your breasts more sweet than a Swiss rhubarb tart. I'm sure my husband was just here. Ted! I don't mind if a boyfriend or husband is present for any fun that is had. He's into breasts, son. That makes your job much easier. Ted? Hold steady. Uh, Excuse me for a second, miss. I think there's a a situation going on over here I'm going to go have to handle. Ah, handle it. Uh, Uh, Sir, is that... Is that uh, male with accent messing with your wife? Shh, be quiet, flower monger. You're about to witness the catch of the century. Ted? Let's share some cheese together. <gasps> now or never, son. Gotcha. He's hard to handle, Dad. What, what is this? Ah, I'm hooked with a hooky thingy and covered in a net. Ted. Ach, nein, I am trapped in the middle, the absolute worst place for me to be. Let me go. Don't worry about this, man. We'll throw him in the chum bucket with the other catches after we get a picture. Junior's first big catch. This is one for the wall of the dining room. All right, into the chum bucket. Ready, Junior? (laughs) Ted, I am really not sure how I feel about being used as bait again. Well, Miss, I, uh... I think you're very lovely, and I was wondering if, uh, I don't know if you need some help getting those in the ground. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, why don't you take my number? It's 555-243. Wow, son, see that? Quite a catch. Well, anyway, into the trailer. <laughs> nine, nine, this is only a man. I require either female or couple. Don't put me in here with him. Nine. <laughs> 